0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Harlow White Healing Stream, the official podcast of Pastor Harlow White and the Harlow White Ministries Outreach Church. We're so happy to have you follow and support this podcast. This podcast is to unveil the archive of the kingdom message that God the Father poured to Pastor Harlow White in the 1980s. We release a new message every Monday morning, and this archive of messages relates to you and our world today. We pray that this podcast is a blessing in your life. This week's message is How to Have Spiritual Vision. This is the second part of a two-part message, originally delivered in February of 1982. Let's hear from Pastor Harlow White before we get into the conclusion of this message.
1: Welcome to the Harlow White Healing Stream broadcast. I'm Pastor Harlow White. God ordained my life to be a prophet to people of every nation, God has given me a message that will bring salvation, joy, healing, and prosperity to your life. Powers of evil spirits and curses can be broken from your life as I minister this message today. This message is going to every nation on the earth from 72 satellites. Let faith rise up in your heart as I give you this message. Be healed. Be delivered. Be set free. As you feel God doing a miracle in you today, I want to hear from you. Visit my website, HarlowWhiteHealingStream.com That's H-A-R-L-O-W-H-I-T-E HarlowWhiteHealingStream.com Give me your testimony of what God has done for you through the message I have delivered to you today. I want you to pray about making a donation on my donation page, or you can write to me. That's Pastor Harlow White, W-H-I-T-E, Pastor Harlow White, Post Office Box 4695. Post office box 4695. Write that down. Chicago, Illinois, 60680. Get ready to receive what God has for you today. And now go with me into today's message.
0: So John was seeing a spiritual vision. We won't go on with the Battle of Armageddon right there. We'll get to that some other time. Because we have to take it in stages. And just dropped a little seed there. Let it start growing. Hallelujah. And the people are gathered together to make war. The devil, the kings of the earth. To make war against him. Why are they going to make war against him that is sitting on the white horse? Because this one is riding to conquer. He was seen by John in the beginning. Now some of these preachers tell you that was the beast riding that white horse when the first seal was opened. That wasn't the beast. One riding that horse went forth conquering and to conquer. One riding that white horse, honey, was Jesus. He's still riding. I may believe he is conquering and he's going to conquer. Hallelujah, he's going to conquer. Nothing will stand before him. Oh, hallelujah. Wonderful, Jesus. John was now seeing in the mind of the spirit. That's why he sees the tree of life. Where is it growing? In the midst of the paradise of my God. God's garden. We're his garden. the song of Solomon says that it says that the bridegroom has gone down into his garden. Hallelujah. Oh praise the Lord. Thank you Jesus. We his garden yes. Where's the tree of life growing? Right in the midst of you. Who is the tree of life? Jesus. What was John seeing? Spiritual visions. Got into the spirit. He started seeing the way God sees. He's thinking with God's mind. Something else has taken him over. What has taken him over? The spirit. You know what has taken people over that are preaching? That what John saw was a city out there where everybody gets to go and have a mansion and a crown and a harp and sit with their feet over in the water and twiddle their thumbs for a thousand years and talk about how rough it was back down on the earth. You know what that is? That's flesh fantasies, that's imagination of the flesh going on. Why? Because we've never rightly divided the word of God and known the truth. Somebody said, well, bless God, then if that was a spiritual vision, then where am I going when I die? You still don't know? You're going right into the spirit realm with God. Right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right there. God is everywhere. Come on, help me. How many believe God is a spirit? Someone says, well, that won't be no fun. See, that's all you want to do. Just have fun. Lay up in a hammock and drink Cokes for eternity. Ah, this is what I've been awaiting for. Bless God. Having to punch that old clock every morning. <laughs> Want to go up and have a good time in the flesh? Uh Spirit, what will you be there in? I don't know. The way some of these people are talking. They know good and well they're not taking the body when they die. Yet they're going to go out there and lay down in the mansion and all that. You won't be nothing but a spirit. How are you going to feed the spirit? Yep, going to sit down and eat a piece of glorified turkey. God have mercy. Go feed that spirit mm-hmm how do you feed the spirit what do you feed the spirit with spiritual things
1: hello Laura
0: <laughs> you feed a spirit with spiritual things my spirit is eating today is yours? It never occur to you when you go into the spirit realm the things of the spirit are just as real to spiritual people and spirit beings as the things of the flesh are real to flesh beings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, well, I get to see trees when I get there. Yeah, you'll see them. God sees them. But there may be people you're looking at. Glory. That's what the Lord sees. He looks at us. He sees trees. He looks at us. He sees stones. He looks at us. He he sees the seas. He looks at the nations. And he sees seas and oceans. And he looks at the kingdoms. And he sees mountains. That's the way the Lord sees it. Now when you begin to see visions... You're going to see a lot of things that may pertain to your family. But remember, why does God give a vision? To give you spiritual instruction. To show you how to fulfill his plan. Hallelujah. Now, understand that when the Lord gives you a vision or you begin to see visions, it's not just all that God is trying to do something for you spiritually. It is in the spirit that the Lord is giving you instructions of how to relate to the flesh of other people. So the Lord is able to give you a vision now in the Greek. One other word I want to deal with that relates to visions is the word optosia, which is the very same word that optical comes from or optometrist, optosia, and it means visuality to gaze at with eyes wide open as something unfolding, not mere sight. Hallelujah. It's a spiritual place you come into that you're able to look at it with your eyes wide open and it's unfolding and you're looking at it But it's more than just sight. Hallelujah. And it has to do with optical. Optosia. The very thing that you're looking through right now becomes spiritually tuned where you use these very eyes right here to look into the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many believe God? Now you know why. People have known for years that this is possible. That's where Superman got his vision. And the six million dollar man got his and all them people. Hollywood knows more about God than we do. Come on, help me. That's right. Some of those producers know more about spiritual things than some of these Christians do. The man that produced the movie on The Exorcist knew a lot more about evil spirits than some of these Christians know. And they're making millions of dollars off of something that we don't even believe in when we're supposed to be the leaders of it. Amen. God intended for your eyes to be so spiritually tuned that you can look and see things. In the spirit. So how do we see visions? First of all you must become very aware. You cannot walk down the street. Now I'm going to show you something. You just watch people. If you ever see me walking down the street. Brother. I'll be looking at everything. Some people walk down the street and count the lions of the sidewalk. They never see nothing. Some people come to church and count the rafters. How many lights are out? Oh, there's one there. You one, one, never see nothing. They don't even expect to. They're not even aware of the fact. There's something going on that they need to see. They come in looking. I'm telling you the truth. They'll come in looking in the service. The oh, wonderful sister so it to so here. She's bless you God, I'm going to sit back here. No spiritual vision. They come in looking to see what kind of clothes you have on no spiritual vision, totally unaware of what they're supposed to be seeing. Why is it? It's a condition of your mind. You've been taught to look for these things. That's why people are critical. They're critical because they're checking out your hair. I don't care if it's sticking up like you had your head up in a suction pipe of a cotton gin. Hallelujah! not matter to me. I'm looking for other things. Woo, glory! <laughs> glory, glory, glory. you got to become aware of this. Become sensitive. Hallelujah. And some people try to see things by you know, trying to find out in the flesh. Now now what, what, what about what about that? What about this? What about oh uh, 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 what you, what'd you do you what do you what do you say? Uh, what do you have what do you Everything in the flesh. Just chunk all that stuff. Praise the Lord. Let the Lord begin to talk to you you ask asking all this stuff and people are going to lie anyway. Come on, help me. You still won't know the truth when you get through. The only way you can know the truth is by the Spirit. Let me believe the Spirit is the only way you will know the truth. Get your mind aware. Now, here's what happens to you when you get your mind totally aware in the Spirit. You begin to walk in. I come out here looking for sicknesses in people's bodies. I come out here looking for angels who are standing by people. I come out here looking for the fire of God. That I see going through people's bodies. I come out here looking for the light that I see hanging on people. I come out here looking for dark clouds that surround people who are depressed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I come out here looking for the light that expels the clouds. Hallelujah. Looking for spiritual things. I come out looking for the spirits that people are bound with and the angels who are going to help me deliver them. Praise the Lord. That's right. You move into a totally different realm. And you do that without being weird too. Let me keep throwing that in. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Now, once in a while, you may have to pull me back out of where I'm at. Because sometimes you can get so engrossed in spiritual things that you do lose a certain amount of awareness of the physical aspect. And if someone is to talk to you, they may have to pull you back to a degree from the realm that you're in to really communicate. Now, I've had that happen to me too. But I don't stay there all the time. But yet I can move into it at any moment. Hallelujah. Now the way the Lord had to teach that to me was, it was painful. When I told you this, and I shared that experience with you, but uh, about how the Lord showed me that I had power over that bear. And I won't go back into that, but uh, it was painful because I went through these times where it took me three and four days for God to get me ready for what he wanted in one service. Three or four days he would be preparing me for what he wanted in one service. And brother, I mean, it was rough. I couldn't understand people. They talk and I couldn't understand their words. They'd say things and they sounded crazy. And They'd have to repeat two or three times what they were saying. Praise God, I didn't have to stay like that. Amen. You couldn't handle that. But the Lord spoke to me. He said, now when you once learn what I'm trying to teach you, when you once learn spiritual things, then I don't have to put you through this pressure of preparation. You're always ready. At any moment. He said you'd learn to pivot. Instantly between. The physical realm. And the spiritual. You can talk about the weather. And instantly discern the spirit. Hallelujah. You can be a normal person. (laughs) Come here, Poochie. And instantly see a bondage in someone's life. Hallelujah. See what the Lord's wanting to do with us? He wants us to be people. But He wants us to be His power in the earth. Glory. And you don't have to sit around all the time and talk about the Bible either. Sure don't. Sometimes I don't want to talk about the Bible. That's right. I want to just relax. Just be a human being. Somebody said you should never be like that. Really? Sometimes I want to talk to people about, you know, just about things. About their car. About their house. About the horse, about their cats, about their dogs. Hallelujah. And most of the people that I get around, they don't understand that I live and breathe the word and minister. And once in a while, I want to relax my mind. And they just, they never let me rest. How many understand what I'm saying? They never let me relax a minute. And you've got to learn that, see. Now, if I'm around people that's putting the pressure on me, I'll just keep flowing, just flow, 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 flow. Hallelujah. They're talking about the bubble. i just keep going. I can't stop because it's a part of me as long as someone is pulling it out of me. Let me see what I'm saying. But there's a time that you can relax. and If you can get around somebody that, you know, will talk. But then, let me explain something to you. It may be just in a moment that you'll just turn completely around and the whole thing will go into a spiritual vein. And God will begin to reveal something by His Spirit through revelation knowledge. How I many are understanding what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. See, you learn how to be a spiritual person, but be a person. Praise God. Now when you move into this place. Of becoming totally aware of the spiritual realm. Now around you today. Let me tell you what all is around you. Around you. Is God. Jesus Christ. By the Holy Ghost. Spirits of evil. Spirits of angels. Spirits of those who are saints. Oh yes. And let me tell you something else that you don't know yet. This may blow some of you completely away. When a person is speaking with the authority of God the whole spirit realm hears their voice. Some of you do not know yet that when I'm ministering or a man of God is ministering or someone is anointed and speaking into the spirit realm, even spirits in spiritual torment hear their voice. Some of you do not know that people in torment right in the spiritual realm hear me preach. Somebody said, you got scripture for that? Sure do. God said he maketh his ministers a flame of fire. Somebody said, but he don't mean that. It's the very same Greek word that's used in the gospel of Luke chapter 15, where Jesus is talking about Lazarus and the rich man. The very same word where he said, I'm tormented in this flame, is used of ministers the very same word you know why people in the spirit realm have no rest day or night because the message of God is going on and they hear it preached you know why the devil is tormented he's hearing the message of authority over him glory praise the Lord you don't understand saints that we are dealing in a spiritual realm and why can't we handle this because we're here in this old sin cursed world just struggling along here and we'll never know anything about the spirit realm until we get there and that's a lie of the devil God wants to bring you into total fellowship with the spiritual realm hallelujah now what does that mean praise God you can fellowship with angels and take authority over devils hallelujah maketh his ministers a flame of fire where their worm dieth not what worm where their t-h-e-i-r their worm dieth not their personal maggot That's what the word came from. Worm. Maggot. Trace it out in the Greek. You know what a maggot does? Listen. A maggot never rests. Continually working. Look at it. Where where
1: their maggot
0: never dies... What does that mean? The word of God that creates the torment. That's why David said, if I make my bed in hell, thou art there. There's no way to get away from the message. You either accept it or get tormented with it. No way to get away from it. The word of God will go on forever. That's why it said heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Do You see it? No way to get away from it. Hallelujah. You will hear preaching, honey. If you die without God, you'll be preached at. No. You'll hear it you hear the message. What message? The one you rejected. Mm-hmm. Now then you are starting to understand Revelation 14. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. You see it? It's a spirit realm where everything is present. Glory. Breathe deep. Glory. Take in what the Lord is giving you. What's He trying to do to some of you? What is He trying to do with you? He's trying to pull you into a spiritual realm that you've never known in Him. We've chugged along here in the flesh for so long we don't even know what the spiritual realm is like. Come on, help me. Amen. People have been locked into this flesh realm of pilgrims and struggling and trotting and (laughs) plodding. Our songs are about it. I am just A weary pilgrim prodding through this world of sin. That's all we ever know. (laughs) That's all we ever know. We live and die like that. Folks, there's something wrong. God has a message of victory for us that will loose us out of this prison of flesh bondage into the spirit realm. Don't you understand where you've been locked up all of your life? In the prison of flesh where sickness is. Only when you come out of the prison of the flesh realm into the liberty of the spirit realm can you be free from your sicknesses and your problems. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to have visions. Now, what happens? Let me conclude this here. When you get aware of the spirit realm, you get to pray, you may fall into a trance and go completely unconscious of what is going on around you. Now that can happen too. And in that state, the Lord can give you a vision. You're locked in with Him in the third heaven. Oh. Hallelujah. Some people don't know what the third heaven is. Brother Schofield, bless his heart, and all the other theologians have tried to explain it. First heaven to them is the atmospheric heaven. Of the the air where the birds fly. The second heaven is the heaven of the heavenly bodies, stars and sun, and so. The third heaven, they declare, is the abode of God. Own past. Where the stars and the sun and the moon are, he lives out on the other side of the blue. Some of you don't know what the blue is. The blue is a reflection of light off of a body. Come on now. When you get far enough in space, it's black. The only way there's any light is if it's generated by a star that is composed of burning gases or reflecting off of a planet. Come on. we'll glory. And God lives beyond the blue. That's the dwelling place of God. And that's the third heaven. Way out there. And that's where Paul went. Mm hmm. Caught up in the third heaven. You he still here? What is the third heaven? The third heaven is the heaven of the Spirit. The first heaven was the heaven of the Father. The second was of the Son. The third is of the Spirit. When you're caught up into the Spirit you're in the third heaven. Oh, come on and help me. Hallelujah! And the Apostle Paul said, I knew a man about 14 years ago, whether in the or out of the body I do not know if this all happened in me glory you get that I don't know if it was all in my body where it took place or if I went out of my body into a spirit realm I don't know If I went in, went out of my body and into the spirit realm, or if the spirit realm came into me. I don't know. But there's one thing I do know. I heard things that were not lawful for a man to utter. What was he saying? When I got into this realm, I heard things that people have never heard. And if I told them to you, you wouldn't believe it. Let me tell you something. You don't have to accept this. I'm telling you things right now that Paul heard and couldn't tell you. Why couldn't he tell you? It wasn't lawful at that time. Men were not ready to receive it. They didn't know enough about God. We're at the place now where God is unfolding things that have been hidden from the foundation of the world. I got news for you, honey. John heard what the seven thunders uttered. He was about to write it. God said, don't write it, you seal it up. It wasn't because God didn't want man to hear it. It was just the fact that man wasn't ready to hear it. Hallelujah. How many believe we're in the day of the unfolding? Whew, glory. Glory, glory glory get into the spirit and you're going to begin to see things you've never seen how do you get into the spirit first of all become aware of the spiritual realm I see the fire of God in people's bodies burning in areas where they're sick I see lights I see lights encircling their heads I'm weird <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But praise the Lord, it works. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why because I'm, I'm weird because people who are not in this realm don't understand it. Somebody tried to make it physical and said the prophets of old smoked pot. <laughs> and took drugs see see how the devil does and what they did they took drugs and LSD and all this stuff and they hallucinated saw these things that's what the devil said that's his counterfeit see his counterfeit and that's what he tried to offer our children in place of the spirit hallelujah You can still see things if you get in the right spirit. Get into God's spirit. This this whole world unfolds. Hallelujah. Now when you become aware, what is the first step to receiving visions? Become aware. That's right. Of the spiritual realm. That's right. Become aware to it and of it and what is in it. Then, to receive a vision where you are locked in totally and unaware of what is going on around you in the physical realm. You have to get away from people many times to get into this realm. I'm not telling you the Lord can't do this. That's why many times He puts people out under the power in a service and they're unaware of what's happening and the Lord at that time is unfolding something to them. But you can get into this realm by forcing yourself into it. How? closing yourself in and going into prayer and staying there until you force yourself out of the physical realm that you're in. Somebody said, I've tried that. You know what happens to me? I go to sleep. (laughs) Well, okay, maybe the Lord will give you a dream. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just don't let the devil defeat you completely. If you're one of those kind that go to sleep, and have a dream praise the lord don't let the devil just rob you of everything the lord has for you and you will learn how to whip that too you'll learn how to whip sleep that is nothing but a trick of the enemy you learn how to whip it so what's it? how keep yourself awake dummy how would I keep myself awake when I'm going to sleep by entering into a realm of praise and worship I've clapped my hands I've walked to stay awake until I could break through into the realm of the spirit where I could become totally unaware of what was going on and when I came to after having seen what the Lord wanted to show me I may have been laying flat on my back in the presence of the Lord Peter went up on the house to pray while he was waiting on dinner and when he went up there to pray he fell into a trance that means he fell into a realm that had totally taken over his mind and it was like he was engrossed in another world completely a trance you could have walked up and said, Peter, and he wouldn't have hurt you. He was out. He was in another realm, physically. He was out spiritually. He was awake. And that was when the Lord showed him the sheet coming down. But how do you get to this place? Some of us have trouble getting into this place. That's what fasting is for. Fasting does not change God. Fasting changes you. Some of you think you're going to fast and change God's mind. God bless God I'm going to fast. I'm going to make God do this. No you're not. You're going to fast and get to the place where he can show you how to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So what is the purpose of fasting? Fasting. Oh, and it may take three days. And I'm going to tell some of you folks something that have never fasted before. It may take you three days to pierce through that, the veil. When you first start in fasting, it usually takes about three days to break through into a realm where the Lord can really begin to move in your spirit. Along about the third day, you'll become so broken up in your spirit and you'll move into a place of weeping, And your soul is literally broken up on the inside of you. Why? Because for the first time in your life, you're not relying on the strength of your food. You've thrown yourself totally on the Lord. You become so humbled in His presence that something begins to happen on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Now after you fast a lot, It won't happen in three days. (laughs) It won't happen in three days. It won't happen the first day. It may not happen at all. I know. Because I've tried it. I've had the Lord put me on a fast and fast for a week and never feel nothing. Brother The devil said, you dummy. In here starving yourself to death and God's not even around. And it wasn't until I was released and came out of the fast and praised God for what I knew had happened in me, even though I couldn't feel it. It wasn't until then that I saw the results. It was after it was all over. And it was right then that I wanted to, oh God, I wanted to oh, visit to you. <laughs> Walk in my room. Didn't happen until later. Now I'm not telling you that it will always be that way. But it may happen. But the Lord is good to you when you first start in fasting. Someone said, well, I tried it and I didn't feel anything after the third day, fourth day, fifth day. Well, maybe you're hard-headed. Maybe the Lord's going to have to break you down. Maybe you're just a little bit stubborn about changing. Hallelujah. See, fasting changes you. And what does it do? It brings you into a relation with the spiritual realm that you've never known before. And that then the Lord is able to begin to unfold things to you. And you begin to see visions. How do you see visions? First, become aware of the spiritual realm. Remember, you don't have to be out in a trance or totally unaware of what's going on around you. You can see a mental vision. Secondly, you can see something before your eyes like you're looking at it. Thirdly, you can move into a spiritual realm of a trance and have the Lord speak to you in a way where he totally seals your instructions. Now that can be done even in the night too. When the Lord is giving you a dream, the devil is not in that dream the Lord seals the devil out of that dream because it's from him. He's talking to you, not the devil. Someone said, how do I get the victory over nightmares? One of the things that would help you would be to captivate your mind from some of the things that you've been feasting on. Don't expect to fill your mind up with the things you feast on all day long no matter what they are. Whether it's just laughing and joking and carrying on, watching television, watching soap operas, whatever it is. You've got to captivate your mind from the things that are causing you to have those nightmares. Next, take authority over the spirit of fear that's tormenting you. Fear can work in you in the daytime and then cause you to have nightmares at night. Take authority over that spirit. Rebuke it, command it to leave your life and take authority. Take authority. Over that spirit of fear. And I have told people. If you don't believe in giving to God. You're not going to have any visions. You're going to have nightmares. Start giving to the Lord. Give yourself to him. You can break that. The Lord says here that in a dream of the night. He seals our instructions. Now how to interpret your dreams. Is totally a different field how to interpret them. We're not dealing with that. How do you receive a dream from God? You can't go to bed filled up with chili and hamburgers and onions and expect the Lord to give you a dream spiritual revelation. You're going to have a dream from the Lord you've got to go into your sleep tuned in to the heavenly channel and worshiping the Lord and meditating on the Lord and praising the Lord. You cannot allow your mind to go to sleep in torment and all that and have the clear revelation contact with God in your sleep that God wants you to have. God can talk to you in your sleep just as much as he can when you're awake. How many believe that? Sure he can. But it all comes in captivating your mind to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And to the spiritual realm. And when the Lord begins to give you visions, you won't just see things that will bring blessing. You will see revelations from the Word of God. You'll see the Lord showing you how to deliver other people. Most of our desires of everything that is spiritual is so we can be blessed. That's one of the motives you're going to have to give up for the Lord to really begin to show you things. Give up that desire just for your advantage. Ask the Lord to help you to be a blessing to other people. That's when you really begin to become spiritual. It's when your life is wrapped up in blessing other people. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let's praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our number one desire should be to see a vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get your eyes open to Him. Seek Him. Seek to know Him. To see Him. Not just things, but Him. When you seek to see Him and know Him, then He begins to reveal things that you've never seen before. Seek to see Jesus.
1: I'm pastor and prophet of God, Harlow White, here today. I pray you were blessed with today's message. And now let's pray and believe God for a miracle. Heavenly Father, I bring every person that has listened to the message that you gave to me today. I pray for them. And I send the power of your word out to each one of these people. And you said that you sent your word and healed and delivered from all destruction. Heavenly Father, I send out the power of your anointing. Let the bondages of Satan be broken. Let the powers of evil spirits be broken asunder. Let every heart soul, mind, spirit, and physical body be delivered from the powers of the enemy. Right now bring victory into the life of every person and I command the miracles to be done right now through the healing virtue of the healing stream of the divine virtue and the anointing of God. Let every person be blessed in their mind let every person be blessed mentally let every person be blessed spiritually let every person be blessed domestically let every person be blessed physically let every person be blessed financially i speak the word of victory to them today And I command a miracle to be done in their life. Praise God. Go ahead and praise God for your victory because I feel a great anointing flowing right now. I want you to visit my website, Harlow White. That's H-A-R-L-O, Harlow White, W-H-I-T-E, HealingStream.com. Tell me if you were blessed By God's message today. Tell me what God did for you. And while you're there, visit my donation page and pray about giving a special offering to help me stay on this broadcast. I want to say thank you to everyone that will help me financially to stay on this radio broadcast. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. I want you to tell your family and friends to listen. A new message will be on this broadcast every week. And don't forget, you can tune in to this broadcast anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And God bless you, and take your miracle, and take your blessing today. I'll be looking forward to you tuning in next time. I send God's love to you today.